booted it up and it still works. Well, so. it's, it's a Nintendo system. They just don't die. Nope. They live forever. But it was going back to the uh, DS launch. It literally, believe it or not, only launched with like four games. Mm-hmm. And I always remember because it was Mario 64 DS. Yep. Herb Sims in the City. <laughs> yep. Asphalt Racing. Nice. And Spider-Man 2. Nice. One of those is a port. <laughs> Yep. And then the other one is a license game. The racing game was like the only original game for the damn thing. <laughs> and then Mario 64 was a remake of the original Mario 64 for the N64. Yep. And it was basically just to show off that the DS had 3D capabilities. <laughs> but it lacked an analog stick. Yep. So oh. D-pad. Right. And I still remember... Possibly one of the greatest handhelds and most important systems in video game history. I definitely have to agree. So, do you remember when the DS was first announced? (laughs) Yes. And that hideous prototype? (laughs) Yes. It was like... It looked chunkier than the original models to begin with. Yes. It it also had a lot more kind of like... I don't know, it looked odd. It had weird cutouts. Weird cutouts and like, like... like controls were it had like these round circle like round circular cutouts and yeah especially the black like the black stripes down the, the middle stripes. it was it was weird it was weird. then again though the actual handheld we uh we we got in in favor was actually a lot not as pleasing to begin with <laughs> it, it was kind of like a chunkier game boy sp yes now it's kind of funny but did you realize the um the ds moniker didn't initially stand for dual screen no, it didn't? No. Initially, I think, I'm not 100% on this, but originally the DS was literally just kind of like a, a placeholder name, I believe. <laughs> I think it was like developer system or something. Oh, okay. But everyone kind of like pointed out, hey, DS, dual screen. And it, it kind of just... like, all right, yeah, yeah, we'll go with that, dual screen. We meant that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was funny because when they first announced the DS, like, they kind of like, didn't want to attach it to the Game Boy line, which was still active at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, the Game Boy Advance SP was still pretty much... Was still around. Yep. And I remember Nintendo was kind of, like, acting like, oh, no, the DS is its own, like, pillar, I guess. Yes. Like, Nintendo was weird about new systems. They'd always kind of try to keep the old system around yep. just in case, like, the new one failed. <laughs> so I remember because even though, like, the DS had Game Boy Advance compatibility... Yep. Well, the original models did anyways. Yes. But I, I remember that because I, I still remember like 2004 when it first came out. Like it, it's kind of crazy when you realize mm-hmm. it came out in 04. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I feel so old now. Oh my god. Ugh. Also, when you realize that the Game Boy Advance was like only on the market for like three to, three years. Oh really? I didn't know that. It came out like 2001, I think. Wow. The Game Boy Advance was incredibly short lived when you really think about. It. But granted, it also didn't like go out of production to like around like the late 2000s yeah because it was still getting new games by like the by like 2006 from what i remember but anyways the ds 
I remember. Do you remember how a mom would tell us about how like she had to like fight people to get a DS back oh, in the day? Yep. Like what, getting the DS, I guess, was like one of the hardest things she ever did. Well, I guess it's like getting a PlayStation Five right now, well, or a Switch, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Switch during the beginning of the pandemic, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess it was nuts because you didn't get the DS initially. I got it first. And I still remember because it only had like four games to play. Oh wait, I thought we both got it at Christmas. No, you got yours later on. No, I got mine at Christmas. I'm no, you got certain. it at Christmas, but not the same time I got mine. Oh, okay. You got yours like a year later. Are you sure? Yes, because you had the special edition blue one. Oh yeah, 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 I did. There was no special edition. I thought back that then. came out at the beginning. I no, <laughs> you're misremembering. But I did have the special edition Nintendogs one. That it was, teal one with those ugly stickers teal. all over it? I still have it. I put like a weird like rabbit sticker on it for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I stuck stickers. To- I gotta try peeling those off at some point. Because I actually booted it up the other day. I had found it and I booted it up and it still works. Well, so. it's, it's a Nintendo system. They just don't die. Nope. They live forever. But anyways, going back to the uh, DS launch... It literally, believe it or not, only launched with, like, four games. Mm-hmm. And I always remember because it was Mario 64 DS. Yep. Herb Sims in the City. <laughs> yep. Asphalt Racing. Nice. And Spider-Man 2. Nice. One of those is a port. Yep. And then the other one is a license game. The racing game was, like, the only original game for the damn thing. <laughs> and then Mario 64 was a remake of the original Mario 64 for the N64. Yep. And it was basically just to show off that the DS had 3D capabilities. <laughs> but it lacked an analog stick. Yep. So oh. D-pad. <laughs> and I still remember because I played mostly played Mario 64 and the Herbs, as we mentioned in our Sims episode. Yes. <laughs> way back, episode 5. Yes, way back. Two <laughs> episodes ago. Like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, the DS was... I remember I was always interested because it's stupid now, but one of my favorite things about it was it had a power button rather than a switch. Oh, yeah. The original DS had this, like, button that you'd push, and it would, like, it would start it up, and I I just thought that was the coolest thing ever, even though it's the most simple thing ever now. Yes. (laughs) Everything has a button. That and my favorite thing ever was Mario 64. Whenever you would open and close the the DS's, uh, the clamshell case, Mario would be like, Goodbye! Or, oh, that's it's so me, Mario. That's so cute. Every time you'd open or close it, and uh-huh. I just do that for like hours because I, we, we were simple back and then. And that's why your screen eventually broke, right? No, my screen broke because I, I threw it on the ground. Oh, well, that's. I don't remember that. I don't remember the reasoning. I it, it got thrown on the ground and it broke the screen. Well, you done goofed. It still works. All right. Well, if it still works. The screen isn't the screen isn't dead. It's just the one of the clam like the uh, the hinges is broken. Oh okay. Like many DSs. Yes. That's why I had current it. My original OG does not get used anymore. Now I have a light if I really need to play like DS games on a DS. Yep. Or Game Boy Advance games, I guess technically. Yeah. Because if you're gonna play DS games these days, you just use your 3DS. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, not getting ahead of ourselves. So. Obviously, when you got the DS, yes. the big game at the time was... Nintendogs! Nintendogs. <laughs> one of the most simple ideas ever that was like a huge like hit at the time. Yes. I remember my special edition uh, DS also came with a special edition Nintendogs. And me, as such a kind and loving and caring sister, I gave it to you. 
And I kept the because I had two copies of Nintendogs already. I had Nintendogs Chihuahua and Nintendogs Dash Hound. Dash Hound. I might have pronounced Dash Hound wrong. I'm so sorry. Um, but I gave you the special edition. So well, don't ever say I'm a bad sister. No. <laughs> the funny part is though, the special edition was actually like better than those two because it had all three. It was basically kind of like a combination of all three. Yeah. Which is kind of funny in hindsight. Hmm. It doesn't matter. Hmm. You, you played. <laughs> hey, yours worked with cheats. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Its best friends did not work with cheats because it didn't. It didn't have any uh, coded. But yeah, I remember. The, oh god, the freaking Nintendogs was a was a trip back in the day. Well, the, it was funny because there was actually so many like little quirky items in there and like things. The you Mario could Kart do. items. Yes, the Mario frisbee Kart. hats. Frisbees hats. Um. Food. You could bathe them. You could take them on walks. You could. They could go in competition. They were so freaking stupid. Uh, I think you could also like uh, connect with friends. Yeah, you could meet it in like a dog park. I think we did that. We did that Maybe a few times because that's how you trade items and stuff. Oh yes, yes, that's exactly it. That you'd have to find on walks. Yep, walks. That's that was how you'd find items. Well, it was funny too because you actually had to play more in order to lock more. Because unlock more. Because when you first get your dog, you're only limited to like a certain amount of walking. Yep. And then as you continue playing and like build up, like I guess like love and friendship with the dog, then like you can go on much larger routes. And I remember on the map there was like little present icons. So I remember I would strategically make my walk in order to hit all the present icons. The dog um, would always poop everywhere. Yeah, he would always poop. He would always eat garbage, too. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's random garbage, and you'd have to yank your dog away. Um, and then you'd also run into other dogs <laughs> while on a walk. Yeah. And, <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes you'd get they gifts. Would fight. They would fight each other. I don't remember the fighting. I just well, remember. they wouldn't fight, but they would just, like, it would It would be like that music that was like, dun, 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 dun like, something like that. Um, and, like, they would be, like, like going, arf, 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 like, barking at each other. And you had to, like, drag your dog away from yep. him. <laughs> remember there was, like, the special items you had to unlock to get, like, the the rare dogs? Yep. Like, the Dalmatian, you needed, like, the fire helmet. Yep. I forget the other two. Like, it was, <laughs> it was an interesting time. Mm. It was really funny. No. That, I wasted so many hours playing that. Me? too i also wasted so much time and that series just straight up died yeah it it definitely (laughs) because the 3ds sequel just wasn't very good well i also think like i don't know like it was it was a gimmick especially like with like the whole touch screen and at the time like when it was first coming out it seemed super cool and super fun oh yeah like you also like the 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 brain games at the time oh like brain age brain i i don't think i had that i i I rented it once because back when you could still rent games, <laughs> and I, I I got Brain Age because I heard it was actually really good. It's, it's it was surprisingly pretty cool. I actually should probably track down a copy at some point to revisit, but it was it was more like kind of like just to keep your brain active, not yeah. so much to make you feel dumb. No, like yeah, certain other more, series we'll get to later. I think it was more designed to like. Um, it wasn't designed to be like. It wasn't like a history quiz or anything. It wasn't like. No, it was like. It was like it was basic like math basic. stuff to keep your brain active. Yeah, like it was about keeping, like keeping the functions of your brain active. It was actually interesting because I, I remember like hearing about the science behind it. I think I actually. Heard I think about it was it actually. School. I think it was actually made by a uh, Satoru Iwata. Yeah. Beckham, because he he would always like just make like random games every now and then after he became the president of the company. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, there was also those early games, and then um, what was another big, huge one? Mm. Obviously, the um, Mario and Luigi RPGs made yes. their continuation. Yep. With Partners in Time was the first one, and I remember playing the hell out of Partners yep. in Time, even though that's considered the worst in the series. <laughs> And I remember watching you play it all the time. Yeah, and being stuck on bosses because that was like one of my... It's weird because I played Final Fantasy VIII first and had no problems with that, but then I got stuck on Mario and Luigi, so... <laughs> I remember like it was like the Shroom people, right? That the Shroom. Made it. No, the, the Shrooms. Shrooms. The Shroom people. Alien Shrooms. That game was dark, unnecessarily dark. Yeah. But it was interesting. I remember I would always like, we'd be huddled around your little screen and I'd be like watching you play and stuff. I think like... Not that long, maybe like a year or two ago, I ended up watching like a full playthrough of it just because I was like, wow, the nostalgia. I remember looking over Bill's so- shoulder all the time. And then there was um, the sequel, the third game, uh, Bowser's Inside Story, which is one of my favorite RPGs of all time, mm-hmm. which is just a, it's actually probably my favorite DS game of all time now that I think about it. Yep. But that was basically the best, probably the best game in that series, arguably. That game was really fun. I, cause I, um, I didn't play um, Partners in Time, but you did buy me a copy of Inside Story. Um, so I did play that quite a lot, and that was really fun. Mm. Yeah, there was that one. Another key series was... Um, there was the new Super Mario Brothers series. That got its start here. Yes. And, yeah, back when it was actually new. <laughs> yes. Before they ran that into the ground. I remember... That game was weird, because I, I had no problems 100%ing that. But then I go back to, like, Mario 3, and I struggle. <laughs> Granted, I didn't grow up with Mario 3, but... True, yeah. I think... Didn't we also play co-op with that game? We played co-op with that one, and we played co-op with uh, the 60, Mario 64, because you, you could do um, single-cart multiplayer, because yep. the DS had Wi-Fi, <laughs> like, wireless. Yes. So you didn't need, like, the... You didn't need the uh, the the connection cable anymore. The link cable, that's yep. what I'm thinking. And uh, you could... Kind of like if only one person needed a copy, yeah, it would be limited what you could do. But you, my God, the um, it was like you play as four Yoshi's and you just kind of collect stars. Yep. I remember we used to just get like get groups together and do that. That in uh, Mario Kart. Oh yes, we played Mario Kart a bunch a of times. A lot. Because Mario Kart DS is still arguably probably the best Mario Kart ever made. Yep. Depending on who you ask. Uh, also talking about the um. The Wi-Fi and being able to, like, play PictoChat. PictoChat. I remember we would use that all the time. The immaturity of people shows with (laughs) PictoChat. I'm not... You can probably fill in the dots dots from there. Well, I remember, like, it would be, like, all right, it would be bedtime, and we'd be, like, all right. Right before bed, it would be, like, all right, all right, Bill, I'm going to, I'm going to play PictoChat, and I'm going to chat with you. And I remember we would just do that right before bed, and then we'd both keep just it, be it. sending little messages yeah. and drawings. Keep in and mind, we were so both st- we were both in elementary slash middle school at this point, yeah. so and we were being bad. We were allowed. Cool. Yeah, we were doing like the hiding it under the covers, and then when mom comes, checks in, closes it shut, and falls asleep. Yeah, yep. classics. Yeah, that was always really fun. So picto chat, another weird. <laughs> Other weird multiplayer. Yeah, it was a fun time. So another huge series with uh, this is actually one we probably discovered later on was uh, uh, Professor Layden. Yes. The games that make you feel stupid. Yes. <laughs> Which is basically they're kind of like puzzle. They're puzzle games with like storyline, like anime stories that you follow. Yep. But the puzzles are so 
mind bending. Mm-hmm. They make you feel so stupid. Oh yeah. No, I was on um uh when I was flying to Houston for a business trip uh with my old company, um I brought my Nintendo 3DS um and I just played Professor Layton the whole time and I was just like I feel so stupid. Did I deserve my engineering degree? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's like, it's they're so fun, though. And it was so addicting. I got really far through the game. I think I almost beat the game by the flight there and back because I played it so much. Yeah, because I remember I bought you the second and third one after that. Yep. Yeah, those were classics. Another, and then connecting to that is the Ace Attorney games. Yes! Which are actually Game Boy <laughs> Advance games that got ported over. Yep. But uh, yeah, those are visu- probably probably the series that got me interested in visual novels mm-hmm. for the time. I didn't uh, get to play them on the uh, DS, but I have been playing them on my Switch. Oh, yeah, that's the trilogy. I love it. It's just so fun. It, They're it's such fun games. The wackiest simulate like court simulator you'll ever play well it's funny too because like with ace attorney it's actually making fun of the, the Jap- japanese, japanese le- court's legal, legal system because um in japan basically like if you're guilty you're guilty like you're gonna you, you don't win like it's uh it's just one of those biases i uh studied abroad in japan so i actually like i actually probed my um professor and i was like Hey, is this actually true? Because I heard about this through the um, through Ace Attorney, and one of my project partners was also Japanese, and he was like, "Yes, I can confirm. Like, yeah, Japanese legal system. Like, if well, you're, the seri- you're guilty, cause, you're cause guilty." Over over there, the series is like Gotokin Saiban or something like that. Yep. And um, it takes place in Japan over there, but it takes place in America over here. <laughs> but they're not hiding anything, so I think collectively it's just now Japanifornia. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I played. I played all of the. I marathon those in like the span of like a month. I actually finished the fourth game in, in a weekend. Oh wow! <laughs> well, the fourth game's not very good. So. Oh, isn't that when it's like someone new? It's not. That's Phoenix, that's right? Apollo, it's a, yes. Apollo Justice. It's that game has problems. Yep. Thankfully, they fixed his character later on, but. Woo. Yeah. So and there then was... wasn't there also the crossovers between Professor Layton that's and That's a Ace that's a 3DS game. Oh. We're wah, we're too wah. far ahead. <laughs> too far ahead. That's it. I wasn't sure if that was on the DS or the no, 3DS. No, that, that's so. later. That's right. for another time. Yes. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, of course, so many RPGs on the thing. Yep. Like all the uh, Dragon Quests finally made... Dragon Quest 4 through 6 finally made their... Uh, well, 5 and 6 made their official debut in, in overseas, and then 4 we got it, uh, finally got a remake of... Mm-hmm. Plus, we got the ninth game over here, and a ton of spinoffs. Yep. Oh my god, the spinoffs, and then Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy three finally came out. Yep. DS is, like, crazy, because there's literally, like, a game for everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, of course, and then you had Animal Crossing Wild World, which, yes. as we talked about in the Animal Crossing episode, episode, that game took over your life. Yes, I played that so much. I think the games I ended up playing the most were definitely Animal Crossing, and definitely the the herbs. It was like Animal Crossing, the herbs, and uh, Nintendogs. Like those Nintendogs. are my games. I played them way too much. Well, before Pokemon Diamond and Pearl happened. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which we discussed previously in the Pokemon episode. But yes. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl was a weird... It was like a, a boom for the... Um, 
Pokemon franchise at the time. Yep. And of course, we went nuts playing that one. Oh yeah. And then Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, and then Black and White. Which, yep. <laughs> which, which was, was the pinnacle. Was my favorite game. <laughs> one of the pinnacles of that. Just going on, and then of course you had other things like, of course. The DS also was kind of, like, odd, because it had some of the more weird games from Nintendo's time. Oh, yeah. Like Super Princess Peach. Yes. That game is so stupid. I never beat it. I, I tried playing it, and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, it was actually, like, I, I don't know if it was really hard, or if I just, like, was not very good at the time. But, honestly, I should pick it up and try again. I should find a copy of it and just but... try it, because, my God, I remember... Her powers were weird. Well, it was like she, she, her powers were like her emotions. Yeah, she was so, either like, crying she could cry or mad and, like, or happy. Grow plants, or she, when she was angry, she'd turn on fire and she could burn things. Um, yeah. Oh, and if she was super ha- happy, she could sing and like hover. I think. Um, yeah, it was all these weird, and she had an umbrella that she carried around, and it was basically the story being flipped, where she was no longer the damsel, and instead she was the. Mate, you were saving Mario and Luigi. Yeah, yeah, it was it was an interesting idea. I guess you could say. No, it was interesting. Um, I don't, I don't really know like people's reactions to it or the rating of it, but I mean, I never finished it. But like, what I did play was pretty fun until I got stuck and never touched it again. I, I don't even remember <laughs> its reception because it kind of just came and went. Yeah. And then of course we also had speaking of Mario, we also had his eternal rival. Sonic, Sonic Hero. with Sonic Rush and Sonic <laughs> Rush Adventure, yes, which were basically the the Sonic series was weird at the time, where yep. it was like the handheld games were always better mm-hmm. than the console games. Although nowadays, in retrospect, people actually don't look back at those handheld games fondly. Nope. <laughs> the Sonic fan base is a mess, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yada yada yada. We could do a whole podcast on just. We Sonic. will do a podcast on Sonic at some point and explain <laughs> that disaster. Yes. We we love it and hate it at the same time. Oh yeah, no. So there was that. <laughs> oh my god, so many freaking games on that damn system. There's a lot. Well, also I feel like the Nintendo had a lot of the licensed games. Oh yeah, which, the, the the DS was a shovelware machine. Which I feel like you got you experienced a lot of the mainstream games, and I got a lot of the crappy <laughs> licensed games because mom was like, ooh. With like Hannah Montana, or or does it was like those Imagine games? Well, like those were Imagine a Ubisoft Desire. thing. I remember those. I've heard mixed things on those, to be honest. The ones I had were bad. <laughs> they were not good. It was this is not good food. <laughs> this is oh. not good games. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, there was a couple of those. Wasn't the Nintendo DS, like, the uh, start of the Cooking Mama series? Like, the Mama? I think it was either that or the Wii, one of those two. I think, yeah. God, Cooking Mama, that's a series. I remember that was a... I don't think I had any Cooking Mama No, games. I remember we had um, friends that did, and I was just like... See, when I think Cooking Mama, I would think, like, the Poffin making in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> yes. You know, the destroy your touchscreen game. Yes. Oh, I don't even know how they're going to do that in the remake. Quite a few... Oh, yeah, I wonder... Hmm, they're probably gonna have to change it up, or maybe they won't even have it. Ooh. Get rid of it. It's it was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I never liked it. Poffins. I hated the poffins <laughs> so much. I wonder if they'll still do the um. Uh, Cause I remember Diamond and Pearl had the um, what's it called? 
the like the competition oh co- co- yes. competitions yes i remember that. i hope they do because the my favorite part of diamond and pearl was the um the customized pokeballs that you could make yeah. the same messages when you threw them out yeah if the... people abuse them oh people abuse everything <laughs> although knowing nintendo nowadays they probably will find a way to censor it yeah well put it in the coding <laughs> yeah <laughs> i also remember um I don't know. I think I was really immature when I played Diamond and Pearl 2 because I think that was when I named my character Butt or something. Butt ran away. Yeah, Butt ran away. Always running away. Look, look it's your rival, Butt. <laughs> As we stated in the Pokemon series, I was very immature and I won't say what I named my rival yep. for reasons. But um, yeah, there was that. And of course, DS also was like the beginning of like visual novel style games really making a prominent appearance like obviously there was ace attorney then there was like trauma center made its first oh, debut yeah granted I, I don't think the ds trauma center games are very good but <laughs> i think the wii games are just better inherently but those had heavy yeah. visual novel elements yep there was also the um hotel dusk was another one which is more of an adventure game visual novelish mm-hmm. thing um you remember Guitar Hero was on the DS oh, at one point yeah. too? Yeah, I had. Uh, oh, no, wait, I think Guitar Hero was on the Nintendo. 3. No, it wasn't. It was the DS. No, no it was okay. It I needed... remember it had this weird little yeah because it, it plugged it plugged into the Game Boy Advance slot. That's why oh. how it worked. And after they got rid of the Game Boy Advance slot later on, you couldn't do it. Yep. That that also was another thing the DS could do was certain games you could plug in Game Boy Advance games and they would connect. Yep. Like uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon was released on both the Game Boy Advance and the DS yep. initially, and you could plug in the Game Boy Advance game to get bonuses in the DS version. Or in uh, the Diamond and Pearl, you could go to the, uh, I think it was called like the Wonder Park or something. Or, oh. Woo-hoo. And you could transfer Pokemon from uh, Fire Red, Leaf Green, or the Ruby and Sapphire Emerald games oh, okay. to Diamond and Pearl at the time. That's fun. Which was, it was fun. Yeah. Kind of a pain because you I don't only... think I did that. <laughs> no, that you had to unlock the complete the national desk to do that. I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't do that then. <laughs> that was a lot of games. That what is another classic? Hmm. Obviously, you had. Yeah, you know, we talked Nintendo's. We talked um, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing was a classic. It's a good amount. Yeah. No, I mean there was like a lot of. There's a lot of good games. I don't know. I feel like it's hard because I know my collection of Nintendo. I was looking at my collection of Nintendo DS games, and I was giggling at, like, some of the games that I had because I think, like, oh, one of the ones that I had was Build-A-Bear Workshop, and it was, like, this... It was, like, the ugliest-looking game ever. It just didn't... It didn't look nice. It looked but ugly. Well, there was a lot of those. There's, like, a Chuck E. Cheese game that's, like, oh, my God, it's terrible. Chuck E. Cheese game? Oh, yeah. I've seen video of it. (laughs) That and the Cory in the House game, you know. Cory in the House! Yeah. Didn't you have that game? No, I never had it, but I I know... I thought you had it. No, I just... Why would I have it? I never watched that show. I don't know, because Mom... I don't know, weird game. I know I had, like, an iCarly game, um, and I had the Hannah Montana game. Yeah, but you also didn't really know what kind of video games you liked at the time. No, because I mostly just played Pokemon and Animal Crossing and Nintendogs. Yeah, not a lot. I don't think I started really experiencing more games until I started playing the 3DS. 
that's when I really started getting into gaming more. Um, the yeah. Nintendo DS was kind of like my stepping stone into gaming, though. Yeah, but what you did play on it, you played a lot of. Yes, I think I had like I had a lot of hours. I I gotta look back and see how many hours I put into every all the games that I had. But yeah, I think I borrowed a couple of your games sometimes. You borrow too. some every now and then. Like I know you played. You had borrowed The Sims Two Hotel for a while. Yes. And then you got your own copy plus the yep. vet game. <laughs> yeah, oh, the vet game. There was a bunch of those. I'm trying to think. I mean, another game that you never played but was a classic of the DS was uh, Elite Beat Agents, which oh. was like a puzzle game. Like, no, not a puzzle. It was a uh, a rhythm game with like songs and stuff, and like you tap the screen. It was like one of the most charming games that, like Nintendo's ever made, and they never made another sequel. Oh, that's sad. Uh, that's just Nintendo. Yeah. It was a one and done. Womp womp. I mean, there was those. Like there was a ton of like uh, Mega Man games on there. Mm-hmm. Like the Star Force series, the ZX series, yep. a lot of hard ones. What else did we have? Uh, Yoshi's Island DS, which was yep. not the best Yoshi's Island game. Uh, Yoshi's Island always never can. Those games have never been able to live up to the uh, original. Do you do you remember Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games oh, on DS? Yep, had I it, had that. Yep, and it I had, had a storyline. I think I had the Winter Olympic Games. Yeah, that too. it had a, like a full on storyline. Yeah, it was weird. It was like, I was just like, this is weird. You'd this like is... walk around this little world and then do events and, and stuff. Do Olympic events. It was, I mean, hey, they tried. They really did try. They did. But it's it also bad. It's also funny how like the DS. One of those weird things about the DS is it literally only had like a handful of m-rated games yeah there i think there's only like like 13 to 15 of them oh really yeah i've been trying to collect them all fun fact the the highest rated ds game of all time i believe on metacritic is uh grand theft auto uh, chinatown wars which is like one of the few ds game m-rated ds games but that one's a classic uh the two dimension games are like they're like first person like psychological horror games that were supposed to originally designed as silent hill games yep. but konami said no <laughs> it's like konami does and they just became their own series <laughs> there was a bunch and then there was a bunch of lame ones like all oh, yeah. tied and then like uh, shin megami tensei strange journey was uh, an atlas rpg mm-hmm. those were crazy yeah but um we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back And we're back. Welcome back. So, um, you remember the DSi, right? Yes, because I remember I think I got I got a DSi. I don't remember why. You got a DSi late. I never had a DSi, believe it or not. Yes. You, I think you wanted it for some reason because of the camera. <laughs> I think so. I think I remember seeing that it had a, um, a camera and um, all the voice recording stuff. And I think I was like... Mom, I really, I just want to be able to take selfies on my DS. Please, can I get a DSi? And I think I got a DSi after that. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I always remember the the DSi has always to me been one of the weirdest kind of additions to Nintendo's like handhelds. Well, I think it was like just an upgrade. Like it was just taking the it DS was. and making it not chunky. 
Well, or no, no, it was it was the second upgrade because the light came first, which was just oh. The DSi. That's what I mean. The DSi was just kind of odd. It was kind of like the Game Boy Micro. Was it the DSi? Like, did that add the camera with the DSi? The DSi added um, the cameras, the menu system. Yep. Like the the menu that you could go back to the voice recording yep and uh all those like added apps and stuff yeah basically it was kind of like a in between like half and half prototype for the ds the ds well the 3ds and ds yes but it was but it also took away the game boy advance slot which was a big thing yes. at the time yeah i think that upset a lot of people too at the time well yeah because the um the, even the ds light still had one even though like when you plugged game boy advance games into the ds light they stuck out like a tumor <laughs> yes because they didn't fit flush for whatever yep. reason but yeah, the D. I always remember the DSI because you, when you had it, you just literally spent like hours just recording your voice and messing with the voice filters. I think there was like this little bird or something, like this little like I don't know if it was a bird icon or something. I don't remember. I just remember this little like two K. It was a, it was basically a pitch shifter. Yeah, and I was just like record things and like I don't know. I I love to be really like chaotic, so I think it just fed into my chaotic nature. <laughs> Because even then, like, I've recorded things on GarageBand, and my my mom will just, or my dad, my mom and dad will just be, our mom and dad will just be like, what is, what's wrong with you? Because like, it's like, I'm just a really chaotic person, so having that option just fed into my chaotic genes. Yeah, I'd be over there just trying to play a game, and all of a sudden I hear, like, Woody Woodpecker in the corner over there, <laughs> just recording the most random things. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I think that was the main reason I want it because I wanted it because like my Nintendo DS still works fine. Um, Both of mine it's do. Like slower and like. Um, nah, it probably runs exactly the same as you remember. Now, well, I don't know. I just I think I just really wanted the camera, and I don't I don't know where my. Um, where it went i don't know if it's I sold it or no it's it's it it's probably in that house somewhere i don't know or maybe that broke that actually might have broken i i doubt it i guarantee you it's it's somewhere in the house yeah i don't know where though but yeah we'll find it someday someday we'll find it <laughs> you can uncover all those recordings oh i don't want to i mean i think i took some pictures on my nintendo 3ds and i don't want to look back on that like uh uh because <laughs> yeah. I think at the time too with the Nintendo DS Lite, I think we still had like flip flip phone, not flip phones, but like phones that were like pre smartphone, pre smartphone. So like that was the only way like everyone was taking the selfies, and I was like, oh, I want to take a selfie too. I'll take it on my Nintendo DS and look like an idiot. Oh god, and that <laughs> camera was terrible. Yeah, no, the quality. There actually I, were games that were released for the DSi too. Yes. Exclusively, but they oh, like. Oh, I just remembered something. We never talked about the microphone. The what microphone a, a... aspect to the games. Oh, you mean the the one of the worst additions for a handheld <laughs> that you know you're using public. Yep. Well, nothing's like a game where it's like you need to like you're on you're like on a bus in school and the game looks like you need to like give a good yell. <laughs> And you can't just blow into it like some people do. You need to actually give like a demon roar to get this thing to register. So you're on the freaking bus in school and it's yep. like, ah! 
<laughs> just like some stupid shit like that. Like, why are you like this? Well, I, the thing I remembered was like with Nintendogs, um, you could blow bubbles and you had to go into the microphone to blow the bubbles. Well, uh, my favorite microphone-related mishap was um, Ace Attorney 2, um, the end of um, Justice for All. Uh, there's a point at the end of the game where you actually have to... Because one of the gimmicks with Ace Attorney was you could actually yell into the mic and say, like, objection or hold it. Oh, really? But at the end of um, uh, Justice for All, there's actually a point where um, the game forces you to basically yell a good objection into the mic. And you can't blow into it. I tried. So, guess what? I beat um, I beat Justice for All at, like, 3 in the morning at home back in, like, uh, God, we were still in high school then. Yep. So I'm in the middle of the night, everyone's asleep, and I'm just like, what do I do? So I just, I went to the basement and just yelled, OBJECTION! What? Oh, I didn't know about this! Well, you were asleep. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm surprised though. No, I feel like I must have heard you wake up and go downstairs. Oh, maybe. Like, maybe it's to pee Well, not wake up, I but I, 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 was, I was upstairs and I went downstairs to the basement to go <laughs> scream OBJECTION just so I didn't, couldn't, wouldn't wake anybody up. Oh my god. I, and I tried to say it like quietly a few times too, even down there, and it wouldn't pick it up. I was like, what the heck? That's hilarious. I'm like, I who thought this was a, a good idea? I mean, hey, it, it, it's a fun idea, but I guess it wouldn't work if you were playing it on like a plane. <laughs> no. Well, some games were funny because some games were like, you could just like blow into it and it would register, but others like you needed to yeah. give it actual like yell. Yes. But to me, I always wondered like, what are the people on like, say you're on like a bus or something, what are the people around you thinking? <laughs> when you're going... You're blowing into your DS. <laughs> like, my God. Oh, I love stupid crap like that. No, because I think, like, I I had taken my Nintendo DS on, like, flights or traveling with, like, when I was going to dance competitions a lot. And I think I remember being in the car and just going to my DS and mom looking over at me and being like, what? What are you doing? Why are you blowing on your DS right now? Um, oh, good time. Actually, good another time. great um, thing I remember about the wireless play was uh, school field trips on the oh, bus. Oh, yeah. And I remember, uh, God, it was still elementary school. Like, this is right around when Mario Kart DS came out. Yep. And we actually got, like, six people into, like, a tournament. Like, <laughs> all of us playing. It was it was cool. Like, yeah. one of those, like, last... One of those memories that, like, probably will never happen again, mm -hmm. just with how gaming is nowadays. Yep. <laughs> but, man, that was cool. That's just so fun. I miss... I miss Although I kind of wish we still had link cables because that would have been even funnier. Yeah, just imagine. Put your link cables everywhere. Do, do, do. Yeah, oh man. Now look at things now. I'm like, people are all are constantly playing games with each other all the time. Yeah, on your phone, yeah. online. Nowadays, people. Well, yeah. Now you just bring the switch with you everywhere you go. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. You can play remotely just at your house. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, honestly, um, another cool thing about the DS, which is also a cool thing about the Game Boy line of systems, but the DS is the one I remember most, is uh, the DS is a great import system because mm -hmm. it's completely region-free. Yep. So you can just import, like, any game from, like... I'm not sure about Europe, but I know definitely... Um, Japan. Japan. Yep. So, like, you can import over Japanese games. Like, I have uh, Ace Attorney... Investigations 2, because that never released over here. Oh, really? And, uh, I have uh, all the Tales and Nanako Tales games yep. that, uh, never came out over here. 
and I, I gotta pick up there's also a fire emblem at some point like yep. the, the ds has a ton of cool imports that i want to try out that was like one of their last consoles where you could do that right you could play imported games so the 3ds you could not yep but the switch you can again oh you can the switch oh wait yeah because i have some european ones yeah because <laughs> amazon nowadays if you buy a if you buy like a switch game there's like a 30 percent chance that you might get a european copy yeah or i like, have a european copy of mario odyssey and uh, well, Crash I, I, not, yeah like a pal copy yeah it just i don't get why but hey whatever hey i mean as long as i can play them who cares it's just it's, it's weird how amazon works Yep. And it's funny too because they'll say it's coming from the U.S. So it's just they happen. They just have them over here now. <laughs> I I don't get it. Who knows? I won't question it. It works. I don't. I bet it's up to the sell whoever is selling it. The distributors, like, maybe. Yep. So, another cool thing about the DS is the Nintendo DS is actually the second best-selling video game system of all time, right behind the original PlayStation. I believe as of right now. The total number of units sold is sitting at an estimated 154.02 million worldwide, which is just barely behind the PlayStation 2. That's crazy. I didn't know that. The DS was a phenomenon. Like, everybody had a DS back in the day. Wow. Like, I swear. And it's probably never going to be surpassed. No, I doubt it. Like, I don't think anything will ever, a console will never ever sell that big again. Just the way it is. I'm, oh, you never know. The Switch is... Switch is, yeah. Switch is a surprisingly fast-growing system. Yep. It just depends on whether Nintendo's going to keep it around or not. Yeah. I, I think they will. I think it's so successful. Yeah. And no one really seems to care about the inferior graphics. No, yeah. Well, I think it's the whole concept of it that's great because it's like you can switch from... It's not just a, it's not just a console. It's also a handheld. Yeah. I think that's what really gets people to like it it's the natural progression of nintendo's philosophy with handhelds honestly yeah well because for me like i don't usually i mostly play my games in the handheld version like that's really i'm more of a handheld type of gamer because well, you can multitask yeah the ds was one of the key multitasking systems from back in the day that i can yeah. remember personally I remember so many times you'd have, like, a show on TV and you'd just have your DS going, like, grinding or something in an RPG. Yeah. No, because I know right now where I'm watching all in one piece, like, I've occasionally picked up my uh, my Switch and I've just played Animal Crossing while watching it. Of course. During some of the, uh, what's it called, um, filler arcs. Yeah. I'm on episode 584. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> so... Another interesting thing is, uh, I think we should talk about is um, our probably three favorite games from the system. Yeah. Um, Want to go first? So for me, obviously my favorite DS game is Mario and Luigi: Bowser's Inside Story. Yep. That's just a phenomenal RPG and just like great game in general. Yep. Another one that's definitely up there is uh, Pokemon Heart Gold, mm-hmm. which is I-, I love Gen Three. Like Pokemon Emerald is probably my favorite Pokemon of all time, but Heart Gold is such a phenomenal game. Like, it, it, I want to say black and white, but I, I just Heart Gold did no, you did something like a, for it's me. It's a special place in your heart, yeah. Oh, it's just such a cool experience, especially because of how like retro it was, and I. Yep. It was also my first time experiencing Gen Two because I missed Gen Two initially. Yeah. And then as for the third game, uh, probably Ace Attorney: Trials and Tribulations, the third Ace Attorney game. Mm-hmm. 
that one just best story best overall probably like soundtrack like mission like overall like characters and stuff i just i I had like one of the greatest times playing that one yeah those are all great games Mm. um for me i'd have to say my top three were i'd have to say pokemon black um Oh wait, no white. I had white. Right? Yeah, you had white. I, had, I black. had Pokemon. Well, Pokemon Black and White. Yeah. So, but I played white. That would have to be up there, and then of course Animal Crossing because Wild uh, World. Animal Crossing Wild World because it really brought me into the Animal Crossing series, which is a game that I love dearly. And then, uh, hmm, I'd have to say my my third would have to be. Professor Layton, the Diabolical Box, because that was the first game I played in the Professor Layton series. Oh, you mean Curious Village? Did you play? Oh no, no, you no, did I play. Played the Diabolical oh yeah, Box I forgot first. you. You got two first. Yes, I got two first. So I played <laughs> I, that one would... first, and uh, it definitely made me fall in love with the series. Oh, and... so going back to one must have been tough. Yeah, that one was is a little dated. tricky. What <laughs> one is dated and not very good? It is a little tricky, but um, that was definitely it made me fall in love with a new series and it's definitely one of my favorite um series now so i'd have to say those are my top three yeah hmm. no i love those the ds has so many great games it's yes uh, but like, there's also so much crap well that, that, that <laughs> that's like every system though oh, really yeah, when you yeah, think yeah. about it yeah i always remember too the ds and it's a battle with the uh, psp oh yeah so and the um it's funny because people will call the PSP a failure just based off of the fact that it went up against the DS. Yep. But the PSP was like, A, the PSP sold more than the 3DS. A lot of people don't realize this. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. PSP sold more than a lot of systems that you bet would really surprise you. I think the Switch just surpassed it in sales recently. Oh, really? I yeah. Didn't know that. The, the PSP was far from a failure. Yeah. The problem is it went up against the second best-selling video game system of all time. Yeah. But I always remember that battle because I remember people always said, "Oh, the PSP is gonna ro- walk away with that with this one." Yeah. Because of just how much more advanced it was, and then you just in handhelds, the DS cemented it for me of with of Nintendo's dominance in that area. Yeah. Because nothing touched the DS. It was just its own animal. It was its mm. own unique thing, and it had a lot of really great games on it. So. The dual screen approach. Yes. Such an... You know, at first I didn't think it was going to work, but then it did. Well, I think it also opened the market for a lot of very casual gamers as well. Because I know a lot of people who would, like, buy a Nintendo DS just to play, like, um, Nintendogs. Just to play, like, casual games Mm. or, like... Um, Like, Brain Age to play, like, the puzzle games. Like, it really did open a different market. Yep. Man, honestly, looking back at it, it's amazing how long the DS went on. Oh, yeah. Because that thing got mileage. Yeah, because even then, like, uh, they only recently stopped making 3DS games, right? Oh, the 3DS recently finally died. The the DS ran from 2004 to 2013. Yeah. So it went, like, maybe, like, one year into, like, one or two years into the 3DS's life before they finally... Yeah. Pulled the plug on it. Yep. Because I remember Black and White 2 came out while the 3DS was out. Yes. Which was interesting. Hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if I could say I like the DS more than the 3DS. It's really, 
Well, it's hard to say that because it's like you can play the DS games on yeah, the 3DS. I'm so. trying to think which, I mean, not so much the system, I'm just trying to think which one had like the more impactful library to me. Honestly, I think when we do the 3DS episode in the future... I think we'll be able to determine. Yeah, because yeah. the 3DS also had a lot of great games. Yes, But the did. 3DS also feels like it, it, it was around a lot less, even though I think it was around about the same... I don't know. Yeah. I really... Well, no, because like, I'm looking back now and I'm like, when did I start playing Animal Crossing New Leaf? Like, that's what I'm trying to think. Like, how, how, many, how long did I play that game? Because, like, I feel like that, that determined... Came, that came out a couple of years into the 3DS's life. Yes. But, hmm. Yeah, that's obviously, honestly something we're probably going to have to think about for the uh, future episodes. Yeah, and then we'll be able to determine, like, which one, I guess, was more impactful on yeah. our lives. I mean, I, I, I want to say the DS, just for what it was and how long yeah. it was around. Well, for me, I, I'd have to say the DS because... There wasn't a DS. I I don't think I would have immediately picked up and played the 3DS and gotten more in love and love with gaming. And I don't think I'd be if it wasn't for that. Because I don't think I'd be gaming as much as I was today. Because I don't think I ever really loved the Game Boy or the Game Boy Advance. Like I never got the you were Game too, Boy. You were too young when they came out. Yeah, I was too young, and I think I always had like crappy licensed games. So I was playing the games that weren't even fun. <laughs> like so. Parents don't know. Yeah, no, no. Not that. I'm super grateful especially for not, everything. Especially not in our generation. Yeah, I'm super grateful for everything. Like, my mom has bought me, but it definitely didn't help with, like, getting me to love gaming. Because, like, I no. just wasn't playing the best options that there Admittedly, were. Admittedly, though, I, we, I have tons of nostalgia for... Tilly, no. I've got tons of nostalgia for um, some of those crappy license games. Honestly, we're going to do a crappy license games oh, yeah. episode at some point. <laughs> yep. Because there's a lot to say there. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Well, anyways, guys, this one was fun. No, yeah. I had a lot of fun looking back on the Nintendo DS because, honestly, I kind of forget how much, how much time I put into that and yeah. just how many games, especially the Pokemon games because I, I think that's where I spent most of my time with my DS. Di- I think Diamond and Pearl was, well, Diamond version for me was the one, the one time I ever att- attempted to complete the... Uh, Pokedex. I think I attempted to. Wait, no. My cat is being chaotic right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, guys, thanks for joining us on the uh, Gaming and Collecting Podcast. Thank you. And <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you then.